a star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, oh. stable girls... Oh, I'm on the edge. ..and stripper grands. It depends who you're with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm growing a tash and it's looking wicked, right? It's looking wicked. I love I love my moustache. I love it. And here's the thing. Here's, my, here's a prediction I made months ago. Beards are gone. Beards will be out, right? Tashes will be in for a bit, for a bit. And I've had a few people tweet me this week saying, I think you were right. I've started seeing loads of moustaches around. I started it. The tash is in fash. Uh, oh, that's good. I like that. Uh, I, I started it. In fact, if you see anyone with a particularly good moustache, could you ask permission, take a picture and tweet us with the hashtag TashFash. Tweet Catherine. Although that might sound like fascist moustache. All right, forget that. Well, no, it sounds like John Fashioner's moustache. If you see John Fashioner with a moustache or you see him sleeping and you can draw one on with a permanent marker... That's Fashtash. But I want TashFash. Okay, now we're getting confused. Uh, Let's go to Nigel. Uh, oh yeah. Hello, hello, Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Have you ever had a uh, moustache? Hello, hello. Um, I'm just. Um, can I just um, discuss something, something quickly? Ignored. My electricity bill. Yep. Very quickly. Uh, you may be able to put my mind at ease because I've got this letter from the 16th of September. It says on the letter, but I spoke to someone on the 18th. In, in Maystone, I, yep. I, I sorted it out on Wednesday, right? If you've sorted it out after that letter, yeah, then it, yeah, it, yeah, then yeah, don't worry I, about the letter. This, sorry, Justin. This letter says I, I owe £700, and it says if you haven't made a payment, uh, I'll be in trouble. But the thing is, it says... Um, oh, hang on, let me read it. Uh, if you do not contact us, or, but I spoke to a, a lady... Well, you've spoken to them, then. I spoke to a lady on Wednesday, which is the date of, after that. Yep. And she said, um, um, uh, she started a payment plan up, and I said that I'd be paying in a fortnight's time £40 payment each fortnight, right? And she said that was okay. She said they won't cut my electric off, she said. She said that was okay. How come you've got a bill for £700? That's, that's well, a that's lot. It's lower than it was before. It's got, no, it's got lower than it was. But then she said... That's like my... Up. Hang on a minute. My, my um, annual electricity bill is about yeah. £700. I live on my own and I'd hardly cook. Yeah. And don't have, my annual bill, my, a year, is less than £700. Uh, um, about about they, a little they, bit more. They said they're going to set up... Um, okay. Um, have those, you, you spoken... Know, have you spoken... Have you spoken to your advocate? No, I, I don't need to because I've sorted this out. They're going to fix Nigel, that we have had we have had this we have had this conversation so many times. But she just told let me explain. She just no, told me that I don't no, need to worry. I I, no. I, I can pay net smart in a meters, time. Smart meters more. Exp- but, and, and she said they okay, won't Nigel, if, Nigel, if you're just going to talk at me, then I think we're done because well, it, I think I, I shouldn't be worrying about it. Okay, should I? okay. You just said to me if I spoke to her before Wednesday. Well, that's before I had the full uh, facts. That was before. Day, that was before I had the full facts, you, Nigel. But you don't want to yeah. listen to us, so there's no point in us saying anything. Well, I do listen to you. Okay. Um, you haven't, so, sort, you haven't sorted it. You need to speak to your advocate. I've sorted the telephone bill out and I've sorted this. I did it all on Wednesday. She said everything was okay, fine. OK, OK, fine. What else you got for us tonight, Nigel? But you, but you have to wait on a, a waiting list. Nigel, Nigel, sorry, I can't sorry. talk to you about this stuff because no, no. all it does okay. is it causes unnecessary worry for me and Catherine. And, and you, 
Okay, well, that's... We have... Nigel, we have suggestions for you, and you have no interest in hearing them, so... there's there's, nothing to talk about now, Then why are you telling us? Then don't tell us. I just I was worried about the letter, that's all. Okay. it does, it does say contact citizens advised if you, if you are worried. You've got it? an advocate. You've got an advocate. Which I better. haven't now because he hasn't, con- he hasn't got back to me. They haven't got back to me and I kept, I kept leaving messages and no one's got back to me. But, uh, moving on swiftly, uh, Ian. Well, now I feel, now I feel, now I, uh, now I feel absolutely terrible and worried. Oh, oh. Uh, Ian, was that Britney Spears you were speaking to? No, it wasn't Britney Spears. Nigel, listen, I'm going to listen. Nigel, Nigel we're going to we're going to leave it for tonight, mate. All right, oh, I've got very much to say. Just that I've got. Um, a okay, Nigel, Nigel, uh, listen. Yeah, have yeah. a great weekend, and maybe we'll speak next week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good luck. Thanks very much. I don't know what to say. So £700 electricity bill, and they're going to put in a meter. A meter's the, the card, the key thing. Now, the, the, car, the key payment was a significantly higher tariff in the past, but I don't know if that got sorted when... Wasn't, wasn't Ed Miliband talking about, when he was running for Prime Minister, about capping the tariffs, including the key meter... And didn't David... Someone will know better than me. Did David Cameron, in the back of my head, I'm sure I remember David Cameron implementing that policy that was originally Ed Miliband's and lowering the tariff for key meters. Because famously, key meters... And I've been on a key meter in the past when I was signing on and was not working. Key meters, which are generally used by the most vulnerable, poorest people were the highest electricity tariff. So the people with the least amount of money were paying the highest rate for electricity. I am sure I heard that David Cameron Cameron sorted that out. But I might have I might be mistaken. If you've never tuned in before, Nigel is a regular caller and we, Catherine more than me actually, Catherine behind the scenes, me on the air, but Catherine has done a lot more legwork than me. Um, we have really helped Nigel. It's a really tough year. His mum died and, and, and a lot of bills have been piling up and we've, we've really tried to help. But it, it, it has since turned out that a lot of the things that Catherine helped put in place, namely an advocate to deal with Nigel's financial situation um nigel has decided he doesn't want to use the advocate anymore which is totally within his rights but we have said that if he's not prepared to uh to follow the suggestions and and then get the advice of the the people that we provide him with or we kind of push in his direction then there's not really anything we we can do uh we can do to help and that call um, oh, someone, someone says, he, I think he was on about a smart meter that automatically sends your figures to the company. He may have been, actually, Villa and Broncos. He may have been. Thank you. Thank you. You could be right there. You could be right. Um, those calls leave me really upset because yeah. I feel very anxious and I feel very worried. And, and I think I can see how this story ends. 
I think I can fast forward the tape to 12, 18 months down the line and I, I, I don't think it has a great ending. What else can you do? I'm really concerned about this idea that the advocate is not phoning back. Well, do we know that he's definitely phoned the advocate? Well, and he has because said this in remember, the past. He said, I can do it myself. Well, as, you, as he said there, he sorted out the phone bill. Well, he didn't. Mm. He didn't. And he did say to us once that he told the advocate he didn't need him, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Uh, we can't do any more. find it so frustrating. We can't do any more. And if our... We can't do any more. Uh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to Michael. Good evening, Michael. Hi, Ian. You're right. I'm very well, Michael. What have you got for us tonight? Oh, I just want to echo some of the stuff you were saying there about Nigel. You could not do any more over the last couple of years for Nigel, you and Cass. At all. Thank you, mate. There's nothing else you could have done. You've been so good to him. I feel... I've got a really horrible feeling in my chest now. And I guess that feeling is concern. Is concern. Because I can... I, I'm not going to tell you how I predict this will end. But I think you can probably guess. And maybe... Maybe it would be the best. I don't know. Thank you, Michael, for saying that. Because we, we... Kath and I often come away after calls like that going, did we do the right thing? Should we have... You know, should I have given him some money? Should we have done this? Should we... But what, I don't know what more we can do, Michael. I really don't. Ian, I know what your prediction is. You've told us before. Oh, yeah. did I say it on air? Oh, Christ. You have. You have. You've told us. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, maybe him getting kicked out and, and uh, maybe he has not hit his rock bottom yet where... But then there's me being optimistic that the system is then going to pick him up no. when he hits up, hit rock bottom. The system's not picking him up now. The system, the system knows about him. I've spoken to people at the council about him. And as far as they're concerned... He's fine. Yeah. He's yeah. not fine. Mm. Clearly. Obviously. We know that. It's obvious. But you're right. It, it, what a world. What a world we live in, Michael. You're such a caring man, Ian, so... Yeah, come on, come here and give me a, a kiss. No, 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 no. <laughs> Inappropriate. Inappropriate. Michael! Whoa, whoa! How am I doing Michael, what can we do for you this evening? Right, so you had a... Um, clairvoyant on a Monday. We had, yeah, we had uh, Clinton Baptiste came in, yes. The most controversial guest we've had for ages. No, we've lost kidding. listeners as a result of that. You told me he was uh, in Watford tonight? Yeah, 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 Watford Palace Theatre. Did you go and see him? Oh, my God, I went to see him. He was incredible. Oh, thank God for that. I thought he was going to ask for a refund. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me 20 quid, Lee! Ian, he was brilliant. Was it good? Uh, Absolutely brilliant, yeah. Did you go as a result of hearing him on the show? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I was wicked. I was a bit skeptical at first when I heard him, but yep. I thought, hang on, maybe this guy's onto something. Yep. Um, oh my goodness, the did... best live show I've seen in such a long time. Oh wow! I would I will tell him. Did he get? I mean, did he speak to any spirits? Did he Did he get any predictions right? Um. After a while, he did. Yeah, okay. he's um, yeah, he's plowing away. But he, he, he's such, he's so clever. He's great with the crowd. He had a great show. Unbelievably brilliant. Oh, mate, I'm I'm texting uh, Clinton now, uh, telling him that you you went and saw him as a result. That's brilliant, Michael. I'm really really pleased you enjoyed yourself. Thank you for letting us know. He was brilliant, Ian. Okay. Are you saying I'm not brilliant? What are you eating? And I'm walking as, as we're talking. So your feet sound like a mouth chomping, do they? 
They do. No, I'm not eating. I promise you, I'm not eating. I promise you. Why is he lying about eating? Because, got... because he's wearing some sort of... Um, Heavy Fli- flippers. Flippers. <laughs> 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 it's a nice, um, it's a nice theatre, Watford Palace, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful, yeah. And then he played to the crowd. He came out to the crowd. Yeah. He uh, he teased the crowd. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the crowd. He's exceptional. <laughs> he's, he's exceptional. Michael, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and thank you for letting us know. I'm going to text Clinton right now. In fact, this is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Blasted rhetoric from the Banana Republic. Join me, the Reverend Mike Graham. Revolutionary, rebellious, rebuilt, rebranded. Dangerous mid-morning debate with the great dictator. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham. Weekday mornings from 10 on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mm. Moonlit musings for mums, madams, and meatpackers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to Jamie. Good evening, Jamie. Hello. Hello, Jamie. Greetings from North Wales. Hello, um, North Wales. Indeed. Um, what I'd like to say, really, um, about. Um, the meters, you know, in uh, the electric meters yes. in people's houses. Yes. I rather think the tariff is quite um, is quite high for the poorer people. Is this that we're talking about? Because we're talking about the key meters, right? Where you go to the shop on the corner and you top it up with twenty quid. Pay point, yes, indeed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that's quite. You know, um, the tariff we're charged is quite high. Right. Um, my belief, obviously, should um, this should be subsidised significantly, um, to enable poorer people, such as myself, to be able to um, get a leg up in society. Yeah, I, I, agree. I agree. It seems ridiculous that the poorest people should pay the most for well, stuff it, like that. <clears throat> well, it goes to credit, doesn't it? I mean, poor people pay enormous credit rates. You know, if you want to lend money or something like that, it's like 1,000%. Uh, rich people... You know, they get 7% APR. This, the whole system... Well, he, he, OK, let's do it. The whole capitalist system is screwed. It doesn't work. Yeah. Indeed. And um, my belief is that, uh, obviously... Yes. Um, poor people like myself should be able to um, lift ourselves out of poverty. You know. Uh, you, should, and, you need to uh, come up with an invention or have a hit single. You need one of those two things. That would be lovely, wouldn't it? One of, of those two things, Jamie, could turn it all around for you. Well, sadly, I can't uh, provide those inventions. But, no, of um, course not. I'm teasing. Um, you know, I, I, I think I would like to up my position in society. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I think I'm held back by the whole system, the whole system around us. Yeah. Seems to be totally like fixed towards profit, making profit. Of course it is. Charging poor poor people more money. You what, know. what else do poor people charge more money for? Well, 
my experience is credit, yeah? Right. If I want to lend money, I don't have money today, but yeah. I want it tomorrow, yeah. and I can pay it tomorrow, I have to pay, like, extortionate fees beyond which, you know, an average credit card would provide. But why can't... Can you can't get a credit card? Um, yeah, I've had that in the past, sadly, but, um, you know... Uh, I think people go through situations in their life where perhaps situations change and, you know, they can't afford credit cards anymore and their credit rating goes down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Well, um, I, uh, I agree with you and I can't disagree with you and I, 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 I don't know what else to say apart from I wish you the very best of luck and I hope things um, pick up at some point. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Thanks, man. I appreciate your uh, your perspective on that. And, uh, yeah, I wish you the very best of luck. It's, 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 it's all... the, <laughs> the world is unfair, shocker, you know. <laughs> it's, it's pretty obvious. It's all screwed yeah. up. Yeah. Thank you, Jamie. 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number. Um, a sea of glowing... This is from The Times. A sea of glowing screens emerging from the crowd is a common sight at concerts as fans use their phones to record their favourite songs. But now one of the world's biggest stars has acted against what many see as the menace of mobiles at gigs. Madonna has banned phones from her Madame X World Tour that started in New York this week. The promoter confirmed that the ban would be extended to the tour's 15-day residency at the London Palladium in the West End in next year, making it the first big mobile-free concert in the UK. Um, Good luck with that. She's totally out of touch. She's to the world has changed. She's totally, totally out of touch. The concert, I, I think she's doing it because she's lousy live now. Uh, I think that's what it is. The whole concert scene has changed. One of my favourite artists, right, is Arthur Lee. He's dead now. He's the, the lead singer of Love. And he was a very, very bitter man because he got fleeced by record labels. He was a little bit racist. He used to he was always being fleeced by the white man. He's a black guy. He was always being fleeced by the white man. But I've been at a gig where someone was filming it on quite a big video camera um, and he picked up the camera and smashed it. And he saw someone with a tape recorder and picked it up and smashed it, right? Then he went to prison for eight years. And within that time, um, the internet and mobile phones had kind of come out. And um, he came out and the band said to him, uh, Arthur, just to let you know, everyone records concerts now. Everyone shares them online. No one's losing money because no one was ever making money out of them. But it's the norm. All right. So if you see someone with a camera filming, it, he said, just let them do it. That's what happens now. And that is it, for better or worse. I mean, I remember back in the day, the 80s and the 90s, you go down to Camden or to a record fair and there'd be a guy with a big row, a big rack of VHS videos, Oasis Live, you know, the Divine Comedy Live, the big, all stuff filmed, I would say the Beatles, not the Beatles, but all stuff just filmed, you know, from the audience and, and, and that would get sold. There wasn't millions being made there, but you could argue that people were getting fleeced and stuff because it was being sold. But now it just gets shared. Everything gets put up on YouTube for better or worse. That's the way it is. So to try and not have mobile phones at a big rock concert, a comedy club, I get it. Comedy club is different. Yeah. Comedy club is different because once you could argue once you've seen the gags, it well, kills I, it. Why would I pay to go and see that? And and also it's a much more intimate. If you're in a comedy club, it's a much more intimate thing. It can be very intimidating for the person on stage. They see a red dot for you. Know. Well, it's like a play. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, a tall source said, Madonna wants to have an intimate experience with her audience. I love it when I, you still sometimes you go to gigs and you get your phone out. I, I don't, I don't, I'm one of those that holds the phone up for the whole thing. But if there's a song that means something to me, I'll film the song, right? Or, 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 you know, I'll film the song, but I'm very respectful. I don't hold it above my head. I kind of hold it and make sure that it's not in any, it's, it's only in my way. And I do it for, I do it for a song and that's, or maybe half a song, that's it. Um, but still sometimes at gigs, you'll see these big burly security men, if you're near the front, will come and put their hands up in front. Yeah. You just think, come on, man, this is not, Madonna wants to have an intimate experience with her audience. With how many thousand people? Without phones up in the air and screens separating fans from the performance. No, she doesn't. She doesn't want videos of YouTube of her being out of tune, mm. like the Eurovision Song Contest thing, yeah. where, the, the, where the, the thing that was broadcast was terrible. The thing that was uploaded a few hours later, hmm, suddenly she was in tune. Um, phones are just distracting, and the first two nights of the tour without them were really phenomenal. People loved it and appreciated it. They could just enjoy the show and interact with each other with nothing obstructing the view. But that's not what a performance is now. That's not what it is. It's evolved. They're, and they're more likely to be watching her on a big screen anyway than be able to see her properly in any case. Yeah. So it's not the same thing. Madonna, 61, is far from the first artist to get frustrated at fans using their phones at gigs. Three years ago, Adele paused her performance to ask one concert goer to stop filming her and enjoy it in real life rather than through the camera. Promoters have also blamed fan footage. Listen to this nonsense. Promoters have also blamed fan footage on YouTube for falling toward DVD sales. No, no one buys, no one apart from me buys DVDs, DVDs. anymore. No. That's why D tour DVD sales have dropped because no one buys them. No. And also the Adele thing, okay, I remember seeing that. But I also remember seeing some really great footage of someone proposing and her bringing them up on stage and no. be, be, being a big thing and also being great advertising for Adele. She sees that, she knows. Several singers such as Alicia Keys, such as Alicia Keys, Jack White, have already implemented mobile bands in the US and a few comedians such as Chris Rock have done so in the UK. Well, didn't Chris Rock play, play the O2? All right, buddy, try and stop me filming you in the back of the O2. The tour source said the band was important as Madonna was playing more intimate venues like theatres where people were seated. In such places, holding up a phone could obstruct the view for others. I would say it would do it less. I've seen a show at the Palladium and we were sat fairly high up, me and my son, and if I'd have held a phone, it was raked. Yeah. So if, I, if I'd have held a phone, no one would have, no no. One would have been distracted. It's a different situation to an arena. Hey, maybe we're wrong on this, dear listener. 0344 499 1000, if you want to give us a call and say you totally agree with it. I'm not, I'm, you know. I think, right, I get why it's a shame to live looking, your life, uh, looking at things through a lens. I get that, right? People do it. I think people take, what they are as souvenirs. That's the way people live these yeah. days. As long as you're not being a dick about it and it's getting in other people's way, who cares? Who cares? No one's filming the entire thing, are they? Concert goers must put their phones in lockable fabric cases when they arrive. Fans keep the pouches with them during the show, but if they want to make a call or text, they must retreat to certain areas like the lobby where a magnetic device will open the lock. Security staff will eject anyone not, not uh, anyone defying the order. Here we go. Not too long ago, Madonna might have fallen foul of her own ban. Here we go. In 2015, Lin-Manuel Miranda, creator of the hit musical Hamilton, accused Madonna of being on her phone throughout the show. Oh, dear. He criticised her on Twitter, although Madonna denied the allegation. 
Most Madonna fans who attended the first two shows in New York seemed comfortable with the band, but others who have yet to attend have voiced concerned. concerns. One highlighted safety tweeting... Jesus, come on. One highlighted safety tweeting... Given the tragedy at the Ariana Grande concert, there's a valid reason for people to keep phones. Come on. I can hear some straws being clutched there a little bit. The tour source said users can keep their phones with them on vibrate and retreat to the quieter areas if necessary. I think that's a little bit, Jeff. Or this is just Madonna getting people talking about her concert again. Oh, Madonna! Have we fallen for you? I'd like to go and see Madonna. If anyone's got a couple of free tickets, I don't want to pay necessarily, but I'd go and see um, Madonna at the Palladium. The Palladium's a great venue. It's nice, you know, intimate theatre. It wasn't the... Maybe it was the Palladium. I saw Brian Wilson, I can't remember. James, will come to you in a second. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. By the way, if you come and see any of our stuff, you take pictures and film as much of it as you want. We Just actively... film it in landscape, not portrait. Yeah, we actively encourage it. Yeah. Take pictures in portrait or landscape, I don't care. But if you film it in landscape, if I see you filming it in portrait, you will be tossed off uh, the premises. So, But you come and film it if you want. We don't care. We don't care. 0344 499 Good evening, James. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. How, how is everyone? None of your business. Good. Um, no, I went so to a gig. In, <laughs> I went to a gig in America, and I think Chris Rock did it um, at the O2. No, Wembley. Yeah. As well, what they do is they confiscate your phone, stick it in this little foam black envelope thing, yeah. so you can't access it through yeah. the entire gig. And they do this for all twenty, thirty thousand people. What? All of them, though? Do they keep Every it? single phone. Do they, they keep it or do you get it back? No, you, you, you have your phone, but it's in this envelope that you can't rip. Trust me, I've tried ripping this flipping envelope open. Gosh. And so, But you have designated areas where you can access your phone that's outside the venue. If you've got, like, an emergency call or something, but you can't access this phone outside these areas. Feels to me like the only answer for the diehard bootlegger now is to take a sketch pad and load of pastel crayons in there and do like a court report type thing. Or a nice brass rubbing. Yes. By the way, can I just um, pay tribute uh, to all of the video bootleggers in the 1980s? The guys and the gals that smuggled in video cameras the size of suitcases to film uh, really poor quality VHS bootleg videos. Because I've got loads of them. I still got them. Thank you. Thank you for your hard work. God knows how you smuggled that camera in. But let's just say that is appreciated. Mm -hmm. um, I thought you were being sarcastic there, but you're not. No. It's, it's no, no, it's no, I'm not. Without, without them, where would we be? Well, exactly. Well, we got we got treasures. I've got so many. I'm sorting out my monkeys' VHS bootlegs from the '80s and converting them to digital because that's how geeky I am. Um, and they are uh, they are absolutely uh, joyous. I'm I'm loving it. Um, but so, who did you go and see then? That so you that you had to put um, your phone in a wallet. So it's an old old punk band called the Misfits. I know. Dude, come on, dude. You know you're talking. I know the Misfits. They, they yeah. were in Gem in the Holograms, weren't they? They've called the Misfits. No, it's not just different Misfits. Oh. Actually, I was watching your old, um, an old interview with you and Frank Sidebottom, oh. and he pulled out a little puppet of, um, of him as a Misfit. I think he said he was, it was Kiss or something. 
Oh, was that on his TV that? show? Was that on his TV show? Yeah, it was, yeah. Fantastic yeah. one. But, um, yeah, it was the Misfits. I think it's because they're kind of crappy sounding now. Right. And he didn't want footage getting out, and he did flipping well, not, you know, not getting this footage out on YouTube. And any video that did make it, somehow, he immediately, we was on the case, and um, this is the singer, and took it down. Well, that's the uh, thing. If there's, if, there's, if, there's, if there's 15, 20 clips of you, it's easy to get taken down. If there's 5,000 clips of you, that's, that's, that's a, a, a week of filling out copyright claims, which is um, yeah. a pain but in it, the bump. It, it worked really well, this whole envelope thing, and I think that's probably what Madonna's going to do. But can you imagine how much that costs? To get staff yeah, to implement the envelopes, yeah, to get all the envelopes. And guess, and guess who's paying for it, James? Us. Yeah, beyond your that's whacked onto your ticket. She ain't paying yeah. for it. It's whacked onto your ticket fee. No, I know. But you know what? My point is, it was okay, and people spoke more. It was actually quite old oh. school feeling in that nobody was holding phones up. People lived in the moment. So I, I, I see why they did it. Actually, no, it's from a totally different point of view. It felt felt nice, you know? You're talking to a bootleg master. I once smuggled in a stereo (laughs) recording Sony Walkman, an expensive one, down my pants into a Neil Diamond concert at Wembley Arena. I was was terrified I was going to get busted. I didn't get busted. I made a brilliant stereo, stereo microphone, (laughs) beautiful stereo bootleg recording. So, all right. I'll just do that, Madonna. How did you make the recording? Did you have to, like, open your flies and point the mic out? You're disrespectful. What? You're disrespectful. Bootlegging is an, is an art. Mm. It's an art form. It's a real skill, right? And I, I had it great. I took it out of my trousers. Okay. Or I suggest... Okay. Or I suggest sticking your phone on record, then putting it in the envelope. You've got it recording the whole night long. There we go. You see, well, but is the envelope... Does, does the envelope... Is it not act like a Faraday cage and stop... I don't think it's soundproof. I think it's just to stop you fiddling on it. Oh, in that case... Yeah, stop the recording. James, thank you very much indeed. In that case, stuff it then. Just go and do it. Uh, Evening, Mike. Hello. Are you all right? Spoke well. None of your business. Why is everyone asking? Everyone's asking that tonight. Because we've softened. Do they know something? Does someone someone know something we don't know? Mm. Uh, It's just a generic pleasantry. Yeah, it has no real meaning. Don't really care. Anyway, how are you, Mike? Um, okay. Right. So, what do you want? <laughs> I I agree, rarely, in surprise, I agree with Madonna. Okay, here we go. We've got a talking point. Because it's a talking point. I like it. First one, <laughs> yeah. I think there should be some kind of, um, and some degree of respect for the wishes of the artist. If they're saying don't record it, don't record it. Some people say I don't care. It goes I think they're wrong to say don't record it because I think the concert experience and industry has changed massively it is not what it's like but no one no one holds up lighters now that people hold up the they turn on the light on their mobile phone and they hold that up looks much better than lighters and no one burns their fingers concert experiences have changed old lady can i also point out that yes. for a lot of people this is a once in a lifetime experience the prices on those tickets are so high is it terrible to want to take a little bit of it home with you? Well, that kind of relates to my next point. I very rarely go to concerts. I've probably been to, uh, I reckon, five, six, seven my whole life. I'm 36. They're not really, really? massive in my scene. 
But it's not my. I don't usually enjoy it. I get annoyed when I have to sit down halfway through and just think, my God, Oh, I like sit. Them. I like sitting. So now I like to sit down in a concert, and I get annoyed when they start playing fast ones, and you've got to stand up, and you say, <laughs> "Oh, come on, man!" And what you really don't like is when they try and get everyone to clap along. Oh, here's here's my tip, Mike. Uh, next concert you go to, and I learned this a long time ago. Some of the fast songs, you'll be tempted as soon as... Oh, I love this one. You can't keep that up for four minutes. You can't, So just don't. Just don't. Don't it's clap along. It's not the fitness aspect of it. I can manage the fitness aspect. OK, we've got a tough guy here. We've got a tough guy. Clapping is classified as fitness now, is it? Well, the last concert I went to, which I enjoyed enormously, was Macklemore, perhaps you're not your cup of tea. Yeah. But I'm six foot one, and all these dudes in front of me were holding up phones. I was like say, six, you know, six rows back, standing rows back. Yeah. I couldn't see to the phones. I was like, this is... I think you might be exaggerating slightly. I'm not, I couldn't see, but my... my there yeah. we go. <laughs> Come on, Mike. <laughs> well... It was distracting. Anyway, my, my, my field of vision was significantly obscured... Tell them to put it the down. ...by the number of mobile phones in front of me. Tell them to put it down. There was about 150 people in front of me. Right. Here's what you need to do. Get in early and get a better position. Make <laughs> yourself one of those things that they used to do on Blue Peter for royal visits. You know, one of those um, periscope... A periscope? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get that bad boy out. Let's see put the phones down. <laughs> no. I'm, I think you've, you've put me off going to concerts now. <laughs> oh, no, La lady make good point, me think. Lady make good point. Do you remember um, those? I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Mike. It is distracting, but... I mean, if it's directly in your face, if it's someone with a tablet, you're going to get a punch in the back that of the neck. A uh, I also, I mean, I, maybe it's my view on society. I just think I, I, my my brain captures memories for me. I don't know why you need to. I don't know why someone needs to record it because I reckon the odds are a vast majority of people never, ever, ever watch that video or look at that picture. I again. think people remember stuff. I think. Okay, speak personally. I think I remember stuff better when I am thinking to record it because I'm not looking through the screen. I just, I'm not living it through a glass screen. I'm still looking at the thing. I'm checking that yeah, I've got it in shot, and I'm still looking at the thing. And I think the fact that I've I've got my phone out and I'm doing that makes me remember it better in my brain. That sounds like bullshine. I'll get stuffed. I'm um, well, Okay, here's an idea then. Why don't some concerts just have phones and some concerts not. And and my easy thing is, I kind of guess that's my early point. If Madonna says don't use your phone, then just don't get serious if you want to use your phone. If Paul McCartney says use your phone, go see him. It's simple. What if Madonna says erotic, erotic, put your hands all over my body? Will you do it? Um, no, because when I was 13, I had a teacher called Mr Denton and he said, uh, I can ask you his voice, when I think of Madonna, it makes me get an erection. And looking back, you probably would get reported to the police for that now. So I just think of Mr Denton, and he had a hairy Adam's apple. Thank you very much, Mike. Gosh, um, that was a full and complete answer. Very detailed response there from Michael Ben. We'll come to you after the news. Very, uh, well, that, that was, that really went somewhere I didn't expect it to go at all. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no.